the good word everybody this is your man is the one that is the man in the middle big storm and this is the state of basketball a bw sports one original broadcast brought to you by lee performance brand up tattoos my bookie uh see doc sports picks printed memories fighters friend and what's popping corn snacks so um Back again for our summer series. What's up, Big Storm? Hey, man, what's going on, man? How was your week, man? Uh, the week couple was good. Weeks, I actually, didn't do much. A couple weeks. Yeah, I, I, well. I did much. Recovering well. Uh, got the pads for football. Got all the last accessories for football. Like, we're ready to go. Good deal. Um, I have family oh, we coming start. down. We... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yo, you. <laughs> I did have some family come in town, which was cool. We hit up the fair. They're from Indy, but left and uh, been in Florida for some decades, really. But uh, the, the call of the fair got them. So they came in town. We had a good time. Spent way more money than I uh, wanted to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Going on that all $3 third? Hey, man. $3 third. I know it's a ton of people though right it's got a ton of people there but that three dollars good to me right now the fair is calling me and i understand about the three dollar <laughs> thursday it'd be a whole bunch of people but we've kind of got it to the point now like we go during the day i don't care yeah. like if that thing open at uh, if it open at 11 i'm there at 11 45 and i'm calling <laughs> it in a couple hours but i'm not flirt I'm flirting around with these these individuals <laughs> later right. on in the evenings. I can't do yeah. it, but we're going Friday. We're going Friday. Are you? And, uh, oh, you going it's on gonna be the day. daughter's legal skip day? Ah, okay. Already, huh? They skipping uh -huh. already? Huh? Uh, well, she is. I'm gonna let her. Hey, it's her senior year, girl. Boy, man, come on. <laughs> First week of school, senior skip day. The boy, too. We all sick. <laughs> <laughs> no but um and really everything is good i think uh for the network we started the new season season four for uh dukes of football so we got that jumping off it was a, a crazy episode talking about the afc east and the nfc east so uh that was pretty fun we'll do the west this week so but other than that it's good to go yeah sorry about the passing of uh bill russell can't let the show go without uh, giving the condolences. Great, great ambassador of the game. Uh, and and I'm sure uh, when we get to the centers, we're going to be on him. Oh, definitely, definitely going to be on him for the centers because, I mean, as we talk of overall greatness, you got to put him in the, you know, the top three, top four, top five when it comes to all-time greats or as the great, you know what I mean? Eight straight rings is an accomplishment of, of no man. Like, I heard him say, I'll let Will do all this scoring, all that kind of stuff. I'll just keep keep winning championships. <laughs> i just keep getting chips. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, speaking of that, talking about big guys. So, uh, see, he's a part four of the um, Under the Backboards discussion series. Uh, we're moving towards the bigger guys now. We're getting into the 
in the paint dominance. And uh, we brought along some more panel members. Uh, we got another one of your, uh, another one of our um, um, up and coming favorite panel members, uh, Mr. Mike, or uh, Coach Mike Elliott. You know what I mean? Coach What's Elliott. up? <laughs> we got to take advantage because we only got him for about another three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that he's getting going real good. And then, um, we got another old Indianapolis guy, old North Central guy, old Larry Henry, coming in to join us for the first time on this panel. What's going hey, on, what's up, fellas? fellas? How, y- how y'all doing, well, man? What's well, up, y'all? Hey, uh, Dan, before we go forward, I don't know if we let these guys uh, let the audience know where this knowledge of basketball comes from. So if you guys can just take a minute and just run down your credentials of why we – choose you guys because of the high IQ, where it comes from, how it continues. Just a little bit about you guys' uh, basketball history. Well, man, I'm from Nat, uh, born and raised. Uh, you know, kind of started playing basketball at the Wheelers Boys Club at the ripe age of five years old in Biddy, man, when the course was low. Uh, you know, went to North Central, uh, you know, played there, and then uh, – just after that, you know, I went to junior college where I'm coaching at now, you know, learn how to be hungry in JUCO. That's what JUCO was about for me. Just, you know, just being able to really be a killer and put it in different perspectives. Went out to Montana State, you know, played there two years, Hall of Famer, uh, NCAA tournament my senior year. Then I played overseas for 10 and a half. Got out of that, got right into coaching, high school, coached, uh, High school for about 16 years. Then I've been on the collegiate level for two going on the third. So I got a little bit of background, man. I, I know a little bit of something. I, I grew, I got a chance. I think the one thing that I got a chance to see decades of the game change from being Absolutely. a 70s kid, you know, watching the 80s. Then Mike came and dominated the 90s. Then the Spurs did their thing, and then Kobe did their thing, and then now I get a chance to watch Bronny and then these new boys that's coming in here in a couple years. Good deal, good deal. So, uh, Larry, tell the tell the people a little bit about yourself. Man, I was a uh, I was a tad and Riverside kid. So uh, initially, my pops handed that ball to me, man, when I was little, man. So it was I started off playing at Tab, obviously born and raised in uh, from Indianapolis. Um, but yeah, Tab was the, that was the spot, man. And then, um, whenever I was over my grandmother's on the West side, I, you know, Riverside was, uh, was it shout out to coach Tony Johnson, uh, over there yeah. on the other side, <laughs> uh, shout out to, shout out to them, man. And, and, uh, North central, North central alone, right behind, right behind a couple years behind Mike, um, man, really learn the game there, man. And, uh, really, uh, studying and learn the game there. Um, Class of 95, uh, first year in college, went to IUPUI. That was the year Carlos uh, Carlos Knox was there. Uh, man, we had some we, we had some guys that we had some guys that year, uh, especially out of Indianapolis. We had Christopher Sutton. He was from Washington. He was class of 95. Um, we had uh, Desmond Desmond Rutland uh, at that that time. Jay Price was Jay Price from North another North Central alum. He was with us. James Garner. Desmond Rutland. Oh, oh, that's yeah. my guy. Yeah, James Garner, <laughs> rest in peace. He was there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So at that time, uh, for IUPUI, that was when uh, Coach Ron Hunter was there. So he was trying to get a lot of local, a lot of local guys in the surrounding areas between Chicago, uh, between Illinois and, and Ohio and Indianapolis. And uh, man, that was that was a time of my life. I'll never forget, man. We had uh, those summers right before my freshman year. We used to hoop over at uh, over at IUPUI, man. Mike could tell you, man, those were some runs, man. It was at that time, it was all the Indianapolis, all the Nips. Indianapolis there at them runs, yo. Um, <laughs> Nips, Nips and the, um, uh, what is it, the, uh, not college, the, the natatorium. Yeah, um, the, nat, yeah. the natatorium, yeah. yeah and so, uh, so, yeah, man, and then after my freshman year, uh, I ended up transferring, transferring out to uh, Lincoln University. Uh, in Jefferson City, Missouri, shout out to uh, to L. You got the hat on HBCU. Yeah, yeah. Um, finished out, uh, finished out there, man, and and uh, and then after that, uh, got going with working career and all that sort of stuff, man, and and uh, kind of got into the political thing. I was a city councilman for six years, from 2012 to 2018. Oh, okay. um, doing some stuff locally in the community with the community. Um, but that's where I'm at now, and and uh, now down in Orlando, Florida. Um, I run uh, treatment programs, uh, drug uh, drug court treatment programs. I do clinical counseling and all that sort of stuff now as well. And uh, so, yeah, man, all of that combined from Indianapolis to now, everything we went through and all that hooping in Indianapolis, man, that prepared me for where I'm at now, man. And, and uh, so, yeah, it, man, Indianapolis, is, we have some talent come up out of there, man. Yeah. Hey, I remember, I remember that, that 95 – that couple years of uh, IUPUI because Hunter was recruiting me from Paris. Well, I was down at uh, JC down in Texas and Ron Hunter yeah, was recruiting yeah, me down yeah. there. And I had already, yeah. I'd already put it in my head. I wasn't playing for IUPUI. <laughs> I said, I know. And it wasn't nothing against it. Just at that time being young and dumb and stupid, you know what I'm saying? I was like, if I'm not going D1, I'm not playing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he and, almost and, and, got and, you know, me. He almost yeah, got he, me. <laughs> yeah, and the crazy part about this, is I think now is the game has evolved so much to where it don't it doesn't even matter where you go. Um, right. It, it doesn't it doesn't even matter where you go. And at that time, if y'all recall, IUPUI was transitioning into D1 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like then, two years away or something. And then when he had Carlos Knox, man, that just put IUPUI on the map. Yeah. Um. At that at that point in time, but yeah, man, Mike, he'd tell you, man, them runs, them summer runs, man, we used to have over there, man, was woof. Some of yeah, some of was, some of everybody from the city was there. Yeah, that was that was that was kind of the spot where we came home. I got a chance to do it more like when I went started overseas, like my first year, and I came home. It was that was where you kind of tested, you know, see what level you was at. Um, mm-hmm. They had Don Carlisle and them guys that came in and, you know, it was kind of help, you know, I helped put their boots on and they was hungry. I was hungry. It was, you know, at a college court and Hunter always wanted us to come in because he knew that whoever is at IEPUI, if you can play against these guys in the city, then we got a really good chance during the season. So it was just kind of iron sharpens iron at that time. You know, shout out to Ron, you know, Ron, you know, he was, he was hard to play for. (laughs) You know him and uh him and Kevin Jones, but you know they did a great thing for the city at that time. They did, they did, really did. Well, all right, yeah, guys, it let's was, get it was rolling. A, all right, let's go, man. They got to talk about some old runs, man. That was right. <laughs> <laughs> times. 
We already well, talked about. We, we, we ain't even got. We ain't even got into the peace games at Tech. Oh, we yeah, ain't even talked about yeah. the peace games. Peace games. Hey, you know that. that. We ain't even got Let's into that shit. All that. <laughs> well, that was what we was hooping three times a day, man. We had the man. morning, oh, afternoon, man. and evening yeah, sessions. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Absolutely. Yes, we still yes, found time to go to the club. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so fellas, we talking power fours today. Um, we've done point guards, we've done the twos, we've done the threes. Now we're coming into what I think might be the most um, um, diverse group of all the positions. You know what I'm saying? Like you got power forwards that can do everything, and you got power forwards that is that is role driven, defensive roles like uh, 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 Dennis Rodman where he specialized in defensive and rebounding. And then you had guys uh, like Tim Duncan who could do everything, like Carl Malone, those guys who could do everything. Then you have power forwards that can stretch the floor like Rasheed Wallace, who can initiate breaks like Kevin Garnett. So um, this is going to be an exciting one, man, because there's so many um, openings that you can jump into this power forward, uh, power forward division. Mm-hmm. Good deal. So we all just uh, start about start talking about the position in itself. Just what I think of a power forward uh, is definitely rebounds, right? They definitely help the center with the boards. Uh, they're able to be able to switch off, definitely post defender. I feel like now, obviously, it's evolved. But when I was coming up in, you know, the 80s, 90s, that power forward position was definitely be able to defend the block because that was the era of the big man, uh, which I hope is coming back soon. Uh, but that's uh, pretty much my definition of uh, the big guy. Mike, what you got? Man, I think when I first think of power forwards, you know, it hasn't really changed much. That's the mu- I, I look at it as the muscle. That's the guy that protects the best guy, the guy that goes in and you know, he's physical, he's a brute. You look at guys like David West, you know, you look at guys like Charles Oakley, you know, Charles Barkley, you know, in the 80s, 90s, those are the guys that, you know, Rick Mahorn kind of guys that was going, you know, you go, you come through there, it's going to be some smoke coming yeah, through. Bring your lunch. Yeah. So <laughs> like you said, so now it's kind of changed a little bit. You know, they have to be as versatile as a perimeter guy, but still be able to, like you said, you know, play on the block defend the block they got to be able to guard a guard on the pick and roll switches and stuff like that but you know when i think of power forward the first thing that came to mind was like you know that's that's the muscle if you look at teams that have won lately they had the muscle draymond green is the muscle yeah loving hating that ball when he's goes on through. when he's yeah. on <laughs> when he, yeah when he when he's on but when he's off, he does the stuff that, you know, we don't necessarily quote-unquote stat, you know. Right. But that that's what I think about that prior four position. He's the, he's the muscle. What you got, Larry? Uh, I mean, you know what, man? Similar to Mike, man, I can and, – and I, I, I consider power forward, man, like the anchor, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, or, or the utility guy because the power forward, man, has to be able to uh, cover different positions at times especially when you're talking about uh, switch uh, switches, uh, uh, switches that in, in those pick and rolls, uh, those sorts of things, man, to give, give that center some relief on, no, on those. Um, 
just holding everything, holding everything down, man, being able to move all across that floor, man, because that's how important that position is. So for me, man, I, I consider the power forward like the anchor, the anchor of that five. Agreed. Um, I like all those. I mean, to me, um, for one, I'm a, I'm a 70s kid. You know, I watched basketball in the 80s and the 90s. And the power fours that I grew up watching, you know, it's like your Oakleys, your Anthony Masons. You know what I'm saying? Those guys that 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 made you feel coming through the paint, the Bill and Beers. You know what I'm saying? And then as we were growing up, the game was growing as well. And some of these power fours begin to do more things than just be that um, enforcer in the paint, so to speak. Um, you can start to see it with the Kevin McHales um, of the world. You know what I'm saying? When they started to hit that 15 to 20 foot jump shot, which made power forwards like Anthony Mason and um, um, Anthony Davis and Dale Davis, those type of guys, you know, out of their element. And so the game had to evolve and it went from those guys to Rasheed to being able to stretch that to be able to start a um, a break from the rebound. You know what I mean? You didn't want uh, – Charles Barkley might have been the one guy in the 80s and 90s that had grabbed the rebound and, like, the coach wouldn't get mad because your power forward is dribbling the ball up the floor. Like, when mm -hmm. we got the rebound, it was get the ball to your outlet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Nowadays, that power forward grabbed that ball and I can make the right decision, put the pass on the spot. I can actually pull up and hit the free throw line jump shot. I can hit the floater. I can go all the way to the rack. I mean, so I think this position has evolved and developed probably like the three has. You know what I'm saying? I just think this is turned into a much bigger version of the three. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. So uh, uh, I was thinking about doing something a little different, Dane. Go He's ahead. just going to name off some players. And if everybody has them in their top five, we're not going to talk about. I want to talk about the ones that didn't make somebody's top five. Does that make sense? Well, that's going to be hard, bro. That's going to be hard. Because I because feel like everybody everybody ain't got the same top five. We don't. So but this, this, I think it's harder to get a top five out of the power forwards than it is any other position. Because there's some, there's no, some no. really good power forwards. You got Tim Duncan. You got Is Carl he, hold on, hold on. Tim Duncan. Is that in everybody's top five? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going. Right. He's going for me. He's going for me. That's who I got number one. You know what I mean? I got See, that ain't who I got right. number one. Who you got? But number he's one? in your top five. Yes, he is in my yeah. top five. Matter of fact, uh, Timmy is number two. Who's your number one? Kevin McHale. You can't go wrong with that. You can't, you can't go, go with, with Lurch. Can't go wrong with Lurch. Hey man, he did <laughs> work. He was. I almost want to say he was Timmy D before Timmy D because he was known for his footwork. Was was better, you know. His footwork is what he was known for. He'll yes. Give you that drop step. He'll give you uh, the reverse pivot. He'll give you the pump fake. Go back and look at the video. I do have foot uh, foot moves close to Elijah one. No, he was, he was he was cool. I think my number one man is Kevin Garnett, man. Mm. And probably the mm. reason why I like Kevin Garnett is because he was a mix of Kevin McHale. Because I'm forgetting when he got drafted, Kevin McHale was in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
He was able to knock shots down, but more than anything, his passion was what made me feel like, dog, I, I'll run through the wall for you, bro, because you'll do the same for me. It's hard. It's hard. He came, he came in at, what, 18? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He hit the ground running. Tell me a yeah, year like, he had a like running. Hey, hey, the off year was when he was ready to leave Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, he had a, he, he he had a bad year, but then check this. Well, out. I got a question. But it was still better than ninety percent of the other players in the league's year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I got a question for that, um, and I'm just throwing it out there just for the panel to talk about. It just dawned on me. He was in uh, Minnesota all that time and never got him as far as I don't even, they never made the Western Conference Finals, right? No, they, yeah, they did. They did with they with did. Garnett. They, they didn't. They didn't get to the Western Conference Finals. I don't think they got to nah, the Western never, Conference Finals. So, as far as okay. being number one is being able to carry a team, and not to say that Mikael did. Obviously, he was on the Super Squad, so he's he my number a major one. Part. <laughs> I just like to say, I guess, does that say something when he couldn't get a team there? No. Because if you look, if you look, if you look at. NCAA high school pros, it was never just one guy. It was always a collective group. I mean, Mike had Scotty. Mike had the other guys. You look at the teams that win the NCAA championship, They, the teams that have the best bench win the NCAA Final Four. And the pros, the teams that have the better team, all-around team, Remember Marbury Marbury bounced. Yeah. I was about to say Marbury was and there. Spree, and Spreewell can free his family. Malik, Malik, Malik Seeley was there. Oh. They had, had a pacer. Wally Zerbiak. <laughs> yeah, Wally Zerbiak was yeah, there. Wally Zerbiak. But those guys weren't ready to yeah, I think back then the West was loaded. Yeah, it, it was, was a gauntlet, man. It well, was that's why I said Western Con- I didn't even say finals because I knew that wasn't there. Yeah. I just didn't know if they at least made it. Like if they made it at least to the Western Conference Finals, I, I would give them. The some. Lake Show was the Lake Show was rolling. Sacramento was rolling. Sacramento, Sacramento yeah. was rolling. San Antonio, San Antonio, San Antonio. Uh, Dallas. Because at that Key. time, San Antonio was winning every other year. They had yeah. J Kid was- down in Dallas. Yeah. You know, you had Houston. You had them young gunners. Stevie Francis was down in Houston. Yeah, yeah. the West franchise. Was, the West was yeah. The West. The we West didn't even was, talk about the franchise on shoot guards. No, we didn't. And he was a beast, but I feel like longevity plays a part in this as well. So yeah. oh, I, yeah. I feel yeah. like he was good, and then he was gone. Like, I, what happened to him? So, does any one of you have? Larry Johnson or uh, Chris Weber in your top five? No, no, uh, no. I got a dilemma. No. I was talking to uh, Henry about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to know if I could do a five A, five B. He's trying to get Weber in there. He's trying to get Weber in there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and I told him why. I was like, look behind me. How can I not get Weber in there? <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> why I asked. The era, he was a part of that era where um, it was this, you know, another evolution. He he was taking the ball at the four position. He mm-hmm. was dropping dimes. Oh, the dimes. He was dropping dimes. 
uh, and he would be able to make shots in the post, dunk on you. It wasn't really nothing that guy couldn't do. Um, I think his and, was longevity that's why he's not in my top five. Because right. Weber was really good for for a couple years. Like he had them few in Golden State and a couple in uh, Sacramento. Then it was, you know what I mean? We didn't have Weber for a long time. You know what I mean? We didn't, didn't have he, a, didn't he, a decrease didn't he play with the bullets? of Weber. He but was he good with the bullets? And how far did they go again? Yeah. Mike was in the league, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and not, not only not, not only that, man, but they were young at that time too. The Bullets, they as talented as they were, they were a really young team at that time too. Yeah. So when you got because I think it, there was one point because Rod Strickland was with them at one point, but that team didn't stay together very long in, in Washington mm-hmm. because it started started to become about money. Um yeah. guys getting paid. Um, but they that Bullets team has some man, they had some guys, man. I think Rasheed was there at one point. Well, um, he played for the Bullets. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Calvert Chaney, was Calvert Cheney on that team, too? Calvert Cheney, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Calvert Cheney. Well, you had it. I mean, I looked at it. You had that Washington team had a lot of really good – excuse me. They had a lot of great college players, and they ended up being good NBA players. And that's not going to win, and that's not going to get you on top five lists. You know what I mean? And these guys, you gotta gotta have a superstar. yeah, you and these guys on the top five list, you know, these guys might not have taken their guys to the championship, but they put their guys in brinks to that. Like Iverson is on the top five list. He might not have won a championship, but he led his guys to an opportunity. Like you put them on his Weber, back. You didn't lead, yeah, you didn't <laughs> lead anybody to an opportunity. And you were a part of some really good teams. You know what I mean? And not to say Iverson didn't fight against really good teams, too. But he led them past those teams to get to an opportunity. Weber didn't do it in the West or the East. Yeah. But the one, I still couldn't. I couldn't. But the 5B, Sean Kemp. Is he on there? anybody's list? Oh, I would love to put him on my list. He's on my first list. I didn't put him in the top five, but he'd be a a good good second teamer. Because he, yeah. he at least took him yeah. to the finals. He, he went up against Mike, and, and yeah. that was his squad. And that was a really he good fell off during the lockout. I, I, got, I, got Sean Kemp. I, got, I got Sean Kemp as an honorable mention. Yeah. Honorable like mention. You, you, you can do honorable mention for Sean Kemp. Yeah, you can I give you an honorable mention. Hey, man, that dude and uh, GP together was, was beautiful to see. Man. Hey, they was exceptional on NBA Jam. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on fire, son. <laughs> you throw a loss from Kemp down the down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> now Kemp Kemp was important to me, man, because he gave me that 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 burning desire to make people feel bad in the air. You know what I'm saying? Sean Kemp was a guy when I watched him dunk on Edwards, go to the crouch and point at him. Right then, I knew every time I went to the rack, I had to posterize everybody that was in the way, and I and I did that. Like that's how I went to the rack, and that's how I got so many people put on posters, and that's how I led, you know, uh, Lawrence North in charges my senior year too, because I tried to dunk <laughs> on everybody. 
<laughs> didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to catch everybody at the rim. And I thank Sean Kim for that, man. I actually wore Reeboks <laughs> one year just because of him. <laughs> yeah, Sean Kim was Sean Kim was a real deal, man. And and if you noticed at that it was a point in his career where he had, he had got a little a little jumper, man, from 15, oh, yeah. 15, 16 feet. Um, was he was part of he was, he was yeah he was a part of that wave of uh, a power forwards where the, you started to see the game the, the position change a little bit because he started to become one of those hybrids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like uh, he was just being smart, and the smart ones do like MJ, like Kobe. When it gets towards the end, they got that that turnaround jump shot. They got that mid range mm-hmm. a little more down pat. Especially when he went to Cleveland. He, yeah, he, that's what I said. When he was in Cleveland, it was all jump shots. His <laughs> toe jump shots. Picked up about two hundred pounds. <laughs> so that was a Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, well, where does Larry Johnson slide on people's list? I think he was a great college, great college player. In the NBA, I feel like I, I look at his height, I look at him, and I kind of compare him to Barkley, and I'm taking Barkley. Like, he was almost there for that era. Um, but that's that's where I got him. He's, he's right there with Barkley, but I got Barkley a little bit ahead just because I see them so much of the same type of player. When LJ came in the league, when he came – he was he was barnstorming when he was with Charlotte and Muggsy Bogues and them. And like uh, he was Alonzo, Alonzo, yeah, yeah. Alonzo yeah. and David Wingate. Was Ogden like, there? Stacy was he there or no? No, nah, Ogden was in he played for the Hawks. He was, yeah, he was yep, in Atlanta. Yeah. Yep. He was with the Hawks. But LJ first came in. Wasn't Curry on the team? Dale, 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 Dale Curry. Yep. Yep. Dale Curry. Yep. But then LJ got hurt. He hurt his back. And then when he went to it's L.A., I mean, he went to New York, he just kind of fit in. Where he fit in. That. Yeah, he was kind of like the new muscle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then he started hitting the jump shot, and then I think he just kind of faded off, you know, because he just he was just injured. Yeah. So yeah. do you see Zion Williamson being a new version of Larry Johnson? I got to see Zion Williamson play. Yeah, more yeah. than a yeah. game and a half. If he, if he doesn't play – if he's if he's just gonna be a social media sensation, <laughs> then okay. Hey, I will put the asterisk out make there. Your money, you can make I, your I, money. <laughs> listen, I wasn't I wasn't a big Zion dude coming out because I'm looking at the YouTube, I'm looking at the competition. Then I see you go to Duke and you do the same things in way better competition. So I'm like, okay, I'll give him a little talk. Then you get to the league, the games that you play. He might be one of the most efficient scorers who don't shoot jump shots in the game. But like you said, availability, uh, uh, yeah, availability is the best ability. Best you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's we need it. to see you that's on it. the floor. You know what I mean? One less I, you know what? And, and you know what I would say? I'd say along with Mike, man, you know, I don't think we got enough. We, we didn't get to see enough of uh, Larry Johnson and what he could have been because of that, uh, because of those injuries. Uh, yeah. Because when you when you when you look at when he was first with Charlotte, oh man, when him and Zoe played together, that when was Grandma Ma. Yeah, when he was Grandma Ma. Yeah, that was that you you saw you saw the flashes, man. But you never got to see um, you never got to you never got to see his ceiling, you know. Right. And so 
because of that. And so after that, it was more he was more of a role type of a player when he got to the Knicks. But but man, I would have loved to seen where he would have been had his career had a bit more longevity and if he could have stayed away from from injury. The react juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Does, I uh, couldn't help it. <laughs> where does Dirk fall? What do y'all feel about Dirk? Top five. I have to, your top you, five? you kind of I, I have got, to put him in the top five, but yeah, that's why I'm saying this division is so hard because as soon as I put somebody in, I got to take somebody out. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and it's like well, then there's another one. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this was hard, man. Because what you said about uh, Dirk paved the way for what the power fours are doing now. That's true. That's true. That's true. I, I got I've got him man, damn yeah. damn I, I got him five I've got him five man Mike is right man but I got him five B I got I got Dirk like right there I got him right there I got him right there man because that's how nasty Dirk was that's, yeah, that's he, a yeah, tough call Dirk yeah, that's a tough yeah. call that's a tough that's no wrong, that's no wrong answer right there that, that's definitely no wrong answer yeah I don't yeah. think so that's a tough one man he's he's a uh, what he did for the game, it just – and he won. Yeah. yeah. He, won, he, won, he won and he – you know, he was – And he did, he did it his way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't – he didn't he, – he stayed true. He stayed loyal to Dallas. I mean, he had the opportunity to go jump over there with Kobe in L.A. They wanted him bad. And he was there. He was in there. But he's like, nah. I'm 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 Mark Cuban, you know what I'm saying? That's my mm-hmm. guy, and he, and it paid off for him. He put the team around him, they built it around him, and he and he beat LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, he, Even though LeBron he quit, that. he beat LeBron. Yeah, I that's what I he got that. He got that. Yeah. He, he got that Miami Heat LeBron squad, man. That yeah, that that solidified Dirk right there. And he uh he got a shot that was uh damn near unblockable. That yeah. that that. That laid up shot, not a lot of people was blocking that. So nah. when you engineer a shot that is is high percentage and yeah, then then that definitely puts you up there. Even though he's not my top five, I still yeah. got a lot of respect, a lot of love. I was just watching before we come on, I was watching the uh the Aces and the Storm play, you know, it's a Subar's last home game in Seattle, regular season home game in Seattle. So I'm watching this game. And four trips up the floor, I see Asia Wilson, one leg, off the back, jump shot. Where does that come from? <laughs> Dirk. That's all the way in the women's game. All the way in the women's game. Let's go get it. Dirk is Dirk is a guy, man. And he got jungle fever. <laughs> yeah, it's, hard, it's hard to leave Dirk outside of that top five, man. It is. It is. All right, uh, does anybody – so first, I guess the first question is, where do we put James Worthy? Y'all got him at a three or a four? Because I kind of well, remember him being at the, the four. List, the list has he been a three because that's what he played in North Carolina. That's what he was listed as, as a Laker. But rotations, he ended like, up at the four a like, little I thought Cooper was more like a three. Him at the four. 
I guess just depends on what year it was. Yeah, I, I guess that. Yeah. But I, I feel like I did see him uh, play a little for and definitely uh, if if you guys category, you know, if you put him in the category, he's definitely worth mentioning. It just kind of depends on, on the Lakers' rotation because yeah. at some point in time, like when Magic was the point, you had Coop at the two, you had Byron Scott at the three, you put Worthy at the four, Kareem at the five. Yeah. Then, you went, then you got a <laughs> little lobby. bigger yeah. when you went Mike Coop, Worthy at the three, Michael Thompson mm-hmm. at the yep. four, then you and put Kareem. Kareem at the five. Yeah. I'm going to probably say, I'm going to probably put Worthy at the three because he, just the way he ran the lanes, he was always right. a lane filler. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I saw, I, I saw, I saw big game James Moore as a, a, a small forward too. Big game um, James. <laughs> for the way he, for the way he played, for the, for, for the style of play he had. Now, there were some times though when they used to play Boston, he was at that four spot though, because I remember him and Mikael used to go at it. They had to. Um, they had to put yeah. him down there because couldn't nobody so, keep up with so, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, there was you know depending, like Mike said, depending on depending on the matchups. Um, but but I think for the most part, his game his game was more like a small like a small forward. Especially mm-hmm. the way he got up and down, man. Like from end to end, filling yeah, the lanes yeah. like that. Ooh, hey, man. can I ask you a question? Have you ever seen James Worthy dunk with two hands, man? Ever? Maybe in college. I haven't. No, no. I Maybe in college. I need to I'm see footage, no. man. Yeah. I ain't seen James Worthy dunk with two hands ever. That's fact. That what you mentioned. Right I'm there. Like, he always had the one hand, man. Yeah, I'm man. Like, yeah. yeah. I want to say I might have seen it in college. I don't know. I got to see some I got to look man. it up. I got to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to look it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, ESPN class has got something. Right there, Mike. That's a real good one. Yeah, I got I to gotta figure out, man. He's just, you know. I mean, right, so uh, now we mentioned it. Now we're mentioning, you know, some of these good power fours that we all know about. But let's get into these conversations about these guys where the debate is who's the best. You get into the Carl Malones. You get into the Tim Duncans. You get into the new school Giannis Antetokounmpo's. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, like, this power forward division is tough. Like, Carl Malone was a beast. You know what I mean? He was a beast at Louisiana Tech, and he was a beast in the league. He wasn't a beast with the Lakers, but he was a beast in the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, man, uh, it's, it's still Tim Duncan's still at the tip top for me, man. Well, I'm not questioning that. I'm just it has to be a, <laughs> it has to be a conversation. Oh yeah, no, like, I'm no a Tim doubt, Duncan no guy. Yeah, well, and so here's the thing: like uh, before we came on, Brian and I was talking about this. Like all of these guys are interchangeable, right? So you could have whoever your one is is not going to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? If you if, if you said Carmelo, you said KG. Uh, whoever you say, you're just not gonna go wrong, man. Um, so that's the, that's the way I see it. I I don't know, man. It's just, God, Tim Duncan, man. The, the the type of game with the type of game he had, and at the time he played to be able to get five rings. And that didn't Western say Cop, shit. Man, and didn't talk and right, nothing. Right. He just he just he just went not out. And, one, and, I rarely saw a commercial. If yeah, I did, and the, and the respect. The and, I, and I say this: the respect that Kevin Garnett gave Tim Duncan. Let yeah. me know right there how cold Tim Duncan was, because mm. um, KG would all it has always said, man, he could talk the biggest shit to Tim Duncan, and it never mattered. 
Tim Duncan never let KG get him off of his square. He had never the same did. face. Had the same face. And yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and to hear that come from KG, man, that told me right there all I needed to know in terms of uh, where Tim Duncan ranked uh, ranked ranked for me. Hey man, some of them North Carolina Wake Forest battles were outstanding <laughs> with Rasheed and uh, yeah. Timmy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Was, yeah. Like no one knew what Wake Forest was, but they knew who Timmy Duncan was. <laughs> like he yeah. was, he was that guy, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I still gotta go with my Mikael for the reasons I stated earlier. That's that's my number one. He's got the rings, even though he, he was on the super team. Uh, but I feel like there's only really been one NBA champion Reese of you know, our, uh, you know, life living. And I feel like that was that Detroit Piston didn't have, like, really a superstar. They were just excellent at whatever role they were playing. But uh, I, I still got to go with Mikhail. I'm, Timmy glad, you brought that, I'm glad you brought up that Detroit Piston because I was waiting to see where people place Robin. I had yeah, Robin talked about Robin. But we didn't did nobody place him yet. <laughs> I, I, I got Rodman. I had Rodman in five. I actually interchanged because I had um it was between him and Dirk, man. And the only reason I picked Rodman was because the last the Bulls don't get they don't beat Utah without Rodman, man. True. Yeah. They don't beat Utah without they don't beat Utah without Rodman. I uh and the one thing, especially the way I look at Dennis Rodman was, as talented as he was defensively, the, you know, you could talk, you can talk about all the defensive teams he was on, but mentally, man, he could get you off of your game mentally. I look at how he played Carl Malone. It looked like Carl Malone put up numbers against the Bulls, right? But he got Carl Malone mentally. He had him mentally shook, man. Um, and that, and that's how and that's the uh and that's where I give Dennis Rodman the edge because he was like that anchor. And you even heard it in, in the last dance. Mike was like, listen, without Dennis, the, the way he talked about Dennis, man, was like, yeah, Dennis was that guy. Man, Mike um, didn't go to Vegas like, to pick up anybody. <laughs> but I feel like yeah, people don't yeah. know this crazy, well, not crazy. Um uh, I'm trying to think of a better word as uh uh oh provocative yeah, provocative as uh <laughs> as he uh was that the work that he put in because you also kind of saw in the documentary how he would watch people and how they shoot and how the ball was short how it would come off the intricate details of the game uh i'm not sure how many other players was going into it that deep just to get rebounds most well, 20 most well, he's got the most 20 rebound games in, in NBA history by a large margin. Don't know if anybody will ever catch or uh, close that gap. Um, he's got what the most 2020, not 2020 games. He's got the longest streak of 20 rebounds in a row for NBA history. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this dude's got the most 20 rebound games with no points. Right. In, 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 yeah, yeah, and, 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 and to and to be and to think about a Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer, you know, to think about um, to think about that position, man. He he revolutionized that position as well. 
Um, when you think about starting from starting at Detroit, because he emerged in them in the later Detroit series, um, series that they had, man, and, and to see, you know, he was guarding Matt, you know, at one point he was guarding Matt. He would he could guard any damn near anybody on the floor, especially when he was younger. Um, um foot, footwork was defensive footwork was impeccable. Um and the way he and the way he cleared out the paint, man, with those rebounds, man, like he he at for, for that time, his, he changed that position. He changed that position as well. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. I agree. I, I Dennis Dennis Rodman made rebounding cool. He made mm-hmm. he got and he, if you think about it, rebounders started to get paid after he became who he was, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't think I have. I won't have him in my top five just simply because I need a. I need a. I need somebody who can who wants to score. Mm-hmm. I I'm mean, not, you know, he didn't want to. He didn't need. He played on teams where he didn't need to score. Yeah, like but he was Mark, the he was the rebounding defensive anchor of three different franchise championships of multiple rings. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he didn't have to score, but in college, Dennis Rodman at NIA, NIA, wherever it was, is Southwest Oklahoma State because we played him at Paris. We didn't play Dennis, but we played the school. He's got records everywhere. I mean, he led the school and he led uh, NIA in scoring and rebounding. Like it wasn't that he couldn't score. It's like I don't have to. Like I played with, yeah, I played with Lambeer, the, the, the microwave, and Isaiah Thomas. You know what I'm saying? There was no Dumars. need for me to score. In <laughs> Dumars, there was no Dumars. need for me. Adrian, yeah, there was no need for me to Adrian, score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to San Antonio. You know, I'm playing with David Robinson and Sean Elliott or these, uh, Avery Johnson, these other guys. I don't need to score. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I go to Chicago. I'm playing with Mike and Scotty. I don't need to score. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't harp him for it not being an event. I mean, not being his go-to. He, his niche was rebounding in defense, and none of those teams win without Robin. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. But Mike got a point though, man. Mike, Mike still has a point mm-hmm. because this this is where this is where for me I can interchange Dennis and Dirk. Like like Dirk could be that five A. Dennis could be five B. I've just got Dennis right there, man, because I just think about those those last championships that uh, that Chicago had. They wouldn't have beat Utah without him. There's, there, there's no way um, because he was the one that neutralized Carl Malone. Because you know, like I said, it looked like Carl Malone put up numbers, right? But when you really think about some of those games where Dennis Rodman got him up out of his game, I mean, like man, like that he was, was that so was focused huge. on trying to beat Dennis. You forgot about the team concept. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. I like his. I like the one thing I like about Dennis, and I heard this statement the other day. Somebody said you can't, you can't keep teach a dumb player to be smart, but sometimes a smart player can make you think that he's dumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Dennis Rodman, you know, all his theatrics and all the eccentric stuff that he did, you know, he was, you know, kind of goes back when somebody said like, you know, Mike said he was smart. I knew, you know, he knew how to switch. He can watch the ball. I can tell which way it's going. Mike, when you shoot it, your shot's going to be this way. And, you know, yeah. you know. So when you look at, now he and he was the muscle. Yeah, yeah. He knew at the end of the day, he was that guy. He go down. <laughs> he was going to be there. So yeah, I'm gonna probably put him on the five B squad. 
And, and you know, yeah, that honorable mention. Yeah, another thing with Dennis, man, like that dude was in superb shape, man. Like, yeah, and and, and, and all I knew the things was, he was doing. Yeah, it was only a couple <laughs> of guys that I knew, man, personally, that could do what he did, man, the night before, nights in a row, and come back, man. And just like Mike, I was watching the as a matter of fact, I watched the last dance a couple of days ago again. And Mike talked about he came back from that Vegas trip. They did that, uh, they did that Indian drill. <laughs> and then then it's killed them off. You know, they, they yeah, tried to keep up with him in that damn Indian drill. <laughs> you know, like um and he paid and he he film studied too. Um a lot of people don't know, man. Dennis Rodman, he really studied the game. He studied who he was guarding, he studied all the positions, he really film studied and and, mm. and, and, and studied like those intricacies um of defense, man, and how he was gonna play somebody and all of that. All of those things similar to what Mike was saying in terms of how he positions himself on the floor, um, where he's looking at the ball and all that sort of stuff. Like, he actually really studied the game. Yeah. I bet you Dennis was good at pool. <laughs> My bad, billiards. I was about to say both. Both <laughs> definitions. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got another honorable mention, just a guy I wanted to talk about. Uh because he played on Syracuse. But he, I know Derek Coleman is an honorable mention, but I feel like he was a guy that can't be lost in history because I feel like he did well. I feel like uh, was that that uh, Syracuse team that lost to uh, Bob Knight now? To IU, yes. Was that them? He was a, he was a sophomore. He was a sophomore that year? Ronnie they ended up winning one? Uh-uh. I don't no, think they, they won one. They no, that would be called uh, Coleman put in work on the low. On the low. Hey, Derek Coleman was a beast at Syracuse <laughs> and at the beginning of his career in the NBA. But again, injuries, and then he put on weight, and that's what killed him. Like, have y'all seen it? I don't know. Mike, you might have because he has a really good uh AAU program out of Michigan, and I've seen yeah. him a couple of times. Out of the Detroit area, yeah, he, he's he's big drunk. now. He, you know, he just <laughs> Dude, get older. You know, he put on a lot of weight. You know, so you know when he was with the Nets, when he came in with the Nets, he was shit. He was oh man, <laughs> he was like he was like how he was like C Webb almost a little bit before C Webb because it yeah. was it was him and Drazen Petrovic, wasn't it? Yeah, uh-huh. he was and, on that squad. Yeah, that was yeah, that was ridiculous. That was that was that combination right there was so ridiculous, man. Um, yeah, they was a scary you know, here's, team. Here, here's the other thing with Derek too, man. As talented as he was, and we've seen this, um, as talented as he was, I don't think we really got to see his ceiling no either. Yeah. Um, you know, he went through. You think about all the coaching changes he went through, all the systems he played in. Mm-hmm. He never had a. He Derek Coleman never had a a, a true foundation. Um, a, a true foundation um, wherever he played, man, because it was always a coaching change. Yeah. Um, so he's always getting used to another another system. With that, I mean, his talent stood out, no doubt. But we never got to see – we just never got to see his true ceiling, man. I think yeah. Derrick Comey could have been one of the greatest power forwards of all time. Yeah, he would have he been really nice without, without a lot of changes in injury. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Injuries is the big factor here, man. Injuries yeah. it keeps a lot of people down. Yeah. Like we talked yeah. about it through a lot of the other positions. You know, we've had a lot of guys who looked the part, 
and was ready to be that part, but the injuries kept him from being that part. And the power forward is nonetheless from it. Mm -hmm. And and that's why that's why, quite frankly, for me, I can't leave out Carl Malone. You know what I'm saying? Carl was a he was an Iron Man man, and he stayed. He he was, that's back when it yeah. was fashionable to finish the season. It was fashionable to play for the fans. Yeah, no low yes. man, no low management man. He he played he played full regular seasons on into them playoffs. Him to Stockton, um, and yeah, just it was that, easy that, to play all them eighty two games when you weren't being the daddy. Yeah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, so that's so so yeah. You think about you, yeah. You gotta you gotta throw in that longevity, man. But Derek Coleman, he was when he played and when you saw him play, man. Like yeah, it was it was like man. And he was a legend. Have, yeah, Go I would have loved to have seen. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen what his what his true ceiling could have been, man. Because he could have been up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, like this power four, man. There's so many, and I know that we're we're just missing. Like so many more. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got on, on my B team. I'm gonna put Amari Stoudemire on my B team. Yeah, and health yeah, is his yeah, reason yeah, too. Yeah, you can put Amari on there. You put him with Nash, him and Nash. Actually, yeah. if it wasn't for the what, what happened? Was it a someone pushed the ref and or some people came on? What was it? The Phoenix Lakers. Uh, Western Conference Finals, where like everybody. Oh no! Somebody punched Steve Nash or something. Yeah, but P, I thought it was like a bunch of people came on the court. Therefore, yeah. they all got suspended, and yeah. like that next game. That was against. Was that was like, against the Spurs, actually. That was against the was Spurs. The Spurs? Okay, I that was the Spurs. Okay, that was the Spurs. No, that was a, that was the Spurs. That was the Spurs game. Man, that was that. Because then they have Sean Marion on that team too. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they they got a that that was the year. I was a little I I love Steve Nash, but I was Kobe so upset. Should have won MVP. Yeah, because Kobe didn't get the MVP. Yeah, but yeah, Kobe should have had at least two. He should have had at least two. Yeah, and you and you look and see what Amari did. Came in the league, New York, Phoenix. You know, he he just didn't shoot the ball very well, but he was. He was a great finisher. Right. He was a great yeah. on that pick and roll is what it was. Absolutely. You, you oh, yeah. get, a, yeah. oh, you get yeah. a guard that's good at pick and roll and you get him. Him and Steve Nash kind of they they reinvented the new uh Stockton to Malone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah and I think the thing was with Stoudemire was is when his and I I put Blake Griffin in the same situation. Once his athleticism was not a factor in his game anymore that he was kind of an obsolete player because he couldn't shoot the ball. Wasn't all that hot on the free throw line. Wasn't reliable. Wasn't like a really good defensive anchor. So it just like, what do we do with you? And then it became like, he's being traded everywhere. And as we're buying out contracts and then he's on NBA.com. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so, like, you just gotta. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, have, you gotta develop your game. I think that's one thing with any player is you have to develop your game. You can't stay in one spot or you'll get passed up. And I mean, I think that's why Blake Griffin's decline was so fast. Like he was hot. Know, like I wasn't a real big fan anyway because I thought like he was like if you take away the Duncan, you're not shit. <laughs> when you think about you think about Amari, man, he ended up having one of those um 
one of those knee injuries, man, similar to C. Webb, right? And and after that, like you just said, Damon, after that, his his athleticism was gone, man. And so he 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 never developed his game to a point to where he had to have he more healthy. Game he wasn't healthy he enough to develop his game. Right. Yeah. yeah but see, even yeah. when he was healthy, he wasn't doing them because it was that pick and yeah. roll. It was yeah, never was the pick and pop. Nah, he was doing think, something. He yeah, was it definitely was the, doing it, something. He was doing something. <laughs> yeah, it was the pick and roll. It was the lob. You know, if yeah. Steve couldn't get him to lob, then Steve would keep dribbling and dribbling and dribbling. It wasn't like Stockton and Malone's pick and roll. Well, you stop the roll, Malone can pop and hit that jump shot. Yeah. Malone yeah. can pop and hit that jump shot. Tim Duncan can pop and hit that jump shot off the glass. Rasheed Wallace can pop and hit that jump shot. Weber can hit that jump shot. Stoudemire could not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some of those guys couldn't hit that, and that's what kept you in that um, C-team level, so to speak. You know what I mean? The guys who had that, that little extra. Yeah, the lower tier. You know what I mean? You're still, you still have a Hall of Fame career, but you're, you know what I mean? The last guy who graduated from medical school is still a doctor. Yeah. yeah, he's that B team, like Mike said. Yeah, he'd be. He's a big guy. You got anybody, anybody else going? Else? I I got a couple. I keep it going because I like Buck Williams <laughs> on the low. Feel like Buck Williams uh, was just on teams <laughs> like he always put in work. I'm sorry, my guy put in work, especially for that era. Uh, he was with uh, Brooklyn. He was with. Uh, uh, Portland at the end, right? Playing with uh, he was a beast when uh, he was with Milwaukee, though. Buck. Yeah, his, his, his <laughs> glasses. Was his yeah. best years was in Milwaukee, though. He he was a beast. In, he was a beast in Milwaukee. I think that's when him and Terry Cummings played together. Wow! Terry wow! <laughs> Terry, Terry, Terry Cummings and City Moncrief. He played yes. film on Milwaukee. Yeah, he was a beast when he played for Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Buck, Buck was tough in Portland. He was. Yeah, he, he was, was. He was that he was towards the end, but he was still solid. He was yeah, smart. He, yeah, he was that. He was still smart. Wasn't Cliff Robinson a power forward too? Now nah, he was Cliff a three Ro- on that squad. I thought Cliff he came Robinson, out the Cliff Robinson was. Yeah, he was coming behind Buck Williams though. And then when mm-hmm. Buck left, then he just took over. But yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Otis Stoke or Order Otis Thorpe with the big old hands? Now he ain't. A, I ain't <laughs> never seen him dunk with two hands. <laughs> He's a one. Yeah, he was a good. He was a good complement to those Houston, those two Houston championships. Yeah, you you know those guys are good. I mean, you got to throw one of the Davis boys in there for a minute. I was going to ask him about Antonio. I was going to ask him. There'll be a C. There'll be a C team. They're good. They're good. Before the era, they definitely fit the team that they wrong. They weren't superstars, but they were good in their roles. Yep. They were good in their roles. Where do y'all put Oakley? Oakley? Yeah. Nick's Oakley. Nick's Oakley. CD. 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 The muscle. He was really the muscle. Yeah, he was was definitely the muscle. Yeah. Yeah, he was not on there to do anything productive except put people on their ass. Yeah, no. (laughs) uh, Make sure Michael is safe, is what his role was. I like, I, like, I, like, I like Horace Grant. I think yeah. he's yeah. a BC yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. he had the jump. Yeah. He's definitely one of the he, – he was that – played that uh, Dennis Rodman role before Dennis for the first three. 
Yeah. He gave yeah, him. He and, gave uh, him scoring. He gave him scoring he gave from him the rebounds, paint. And yeah. he was versatile. He was mm-hmm. very versatile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he scored. Yeah, he scored too. Yeah. What about uh, Dane? What do you What do you think about Antoine Jameson? Well, he went to North Carolina. He could put up buckets. He, I, you can never take that away. The dude could put up buckets. Yeah, he could score. Yeah, he did. He can score, but yeah, okay. But when, when you talk, when I you mean, talk, he's not—he's not, he's not on any of those teams. He's not—he's not. I know, on but any now it's just—I I get that. But once you get past yeah. the list, then there's still people you just want to talk about. People you remember yeah. doing well in their role. So I remember yeah, him I better. At, I like him. There. I remember him better at North Carolina. I think his his name was better in college than it was. In the league, not to say he didn't have a decent NBA career. It's like when I think of Antoine Jamison, I think North Carolina. Hmm. All right, I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like saying you know uh, Tyler Hasbro, you know, because he no, played five no, years. No one better league. ever say his name and unless we're doing the not top ten. Hey, they, like hey, what do y'all? What do y'all put Sheen? What do y'all put Rasheed at, man? Rasheed is like my 5B, 5A. <laughs> like, I was a Rasheed dude, regardless. You know what I'm saying? Rasheed she, was my she guy. Rasheed is like, he's the number one, he's the number one B guy. He's the yeah, first yeah. one coming. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. number six, is what you're saying. Yeah, he's, he's number six. She was yeah. consistent. You know, barring the arguments and all that and the technicals and all that, once he played the game, he was a valuable piece. He could shoot, he could shoot the three, he could rebound, he could handle it a little bit. Wasn't as much of a back to to the basket player as you kind of some of the other guys were, but you know, from Detroit to Portland, you know, you just you know, he was just a solid four. Okay, so yeah, let me he, ask you. He this, was Mike, better back to back. He was better back to back, back to the bucket basket in college. Like in the paint, he was he was a beast in college because he only thing he did on the outside was run that secondary break that North Carolina was famous for. And then mm-hmm. after he rotated, he dived straight to the block and they give mm-hmm. it to him. You know what I'm saying? He was scoring back then, but then when he came to the league. It was in that transition period where those fours were shooting that that mid range to the yeah. I was about to say, three. I feel like his his post move was the turnaround jumper, right? That, that jump all the way up, that yeah. turnaround jumper kept it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, she definitely developed. She definitely developed his game towards that man. Um, so with that, you taking she? Who you taking? Who you taking? Who would you take first, Chris Webber or Rasheed Wallace? See, I'm out there NBA? conversation. Yeah, NBA. Yeah. NBA. Your drive. You 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 a general man. You a general general manager, Mike. You got you got Rasheed, C. Webb, both on the board. Who you taking first? Knowing what I know now. Knowing what you know now. I'm about to go with she. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she okay. had definitely longevity, and he was. I was I was a five five guy. I was I was a five five. I'm in Michigan. And Juco as a freshman, Jalen Rose was my – he was a big point guard. So that was who I yeah. – but when I look at she and I know – and we got all the info we got now, he's a champion for Detroit. And I like his versatility. 
Okay, okay. C okay. Webb, C Webb is a great passer. He's in the paint the majority of the time. If I run and pick and roll with C Webb, he's got to roll. He's gonna always roll, so they're gonna always be able to make defensive adjustments to that. If I got Sheed, I can get him to pick and pop, and I can dive him down. You know, somebody yeah. runs out, and you know he can kind of do his thing. So, yeah, Sheed's automatic, but he's, he's he was typically an automatic bucket when you need him. And she yeah, played a little better defense. She played a little better defense. Like I would hey, hate to like, have. I, had a jumper now i really have to think to think i really got to think hard to see whose jumper was better because chris was shooting threes and uh and uh she was shooting threes defense see webb had blocks now and he had boards i feel oh. like his board work might be a little better than Rasheed's board work. I would agree with that because he's always down on the block. That's so now let that, me ask that you. That was the error. That was the error. But he's still let me ask you this out there. Let me ask you this question. The pipe, uh, let me ask you this question. If you're if you're defending, if you're scouting the team, and Chris Weber's the four, all right. You tell your big man, hey, if Chris Weber picks and pops and they kick it to. To see Webb, am I running out to contest the shot or am I giving a little cushion? You're giving him cushion. Oh, yeah. yeah you give I'm him giving him cushion. You no, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just asking. I mean, I'm asking. You, you might, I mean, you might do that. That might be your plan. No, I'm asking you. start setting threes. <laughs> I'm asking you. Or he's, no, I'm telling you as well. Like, I would be like Gardam because if he starts hitting three, he can do both. Like, I'm sorry. To me, he could do both. Just as but well who, as Rasheed. But, but who, who, who was more consistent with that, though? Who, who was more consistent? I feel like Rasheed was more and consistent because of the longevity. And he had a higher he shooting percentage. Longer. He had a higher shooting percentage from the three. <laughs> I mean, you he he shot more of them and he hit more of them. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like this. I'll put it this way. I hate to – because at that time – I was still a North Carolina basketball dude, but I was in that starting to love Michigan all around because I'd always been a Michigan football fan. But I was starting to get all around Michigan, and the Fab Five came on, and like Mike, I was a, a, a Jalen Rose dude. One, he was left-handed. I'm left-handed. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It was it was like that. So it was hard. It's hard for me to pick because I like both of those teams. But if you come down to it, Rasheed Wallace has uh, has winning championship DNA. Chris Webber didn't. You know what I'm saying? Rasheed Wallace, the three years he won, he was in the ACC, he won. They won the ACC uh, tournament and uh, game the the uh, the regular season and the tournament. The Fat Five never beat IU in IU or won the Big Ten title. Never won the Big Ten title. You had the best team in the Big Ten, and you never won the Big Ten title. Big Ten that was says something to me. And so was, was the ACC. And so was the ACC. Because remember, the ACC was winning the championship. I think How many other teams in the ACC was Oh, man. Because I can go through the Big at, Ten. At, well, okay. At that point in time, I can go right to it. Sir, I mean, uh, in the ACC, North Carolina was good. North Carolina State was good. Wake who, who did North was good. Carolina State have? Um, who did they yeah. have? Mike, you exactly. know who they had because they had a first-round exactly. draft pick. Because uh, what's the name? Who was, it was a big dude. 
I can't remember what his name was. But don't even you can't tell me all the people. You can't tell me all the people that was in the Big Ten either. No, but I can tell you. You can't tell me all the people. I can tell you the stars. Let me go through my Who was the star of Minnesota? Who was it? But you stopped me before I told you mine. But who was the star of Minnesota? Rashawn Leonard. No, I said him. Who was the star of Minnesota? Sorry, sorry. Who was the star of Penn State? Who was star Penn State? Been there forever. Uh, Who? Michigan State was Sean Rashford, Eric Stowe. Uh, IU was uh, the team that Michigan uh, couldn't beat. Yeah, <laughs> and then with the ACC, you had Wake Forest, you had uh, Georgia Tech, you had uh, Duke, North Carolina. Um, who else was in the ACC at that time that was good? There was teams of the ACC. Florida State was good because they had Charlie Ward, Eisman Trophy winner, winning the uh, going drafted. You like come on, there was they were balling down there. I still feel like the Big Ten was a little better, man. But the Big Ten wasn't winning championships. The ACC was. That don't mean they weren't better teams. Didn't Purdue have Glenn Robinson at that time too? They did. Yeah, yeah, Big Dog. Yeah, Glenn Robinson was at Purdue at the time too. I just, I just told you that's who was one in the Big Ten. That's yeah, who's one of the Big Ten. Ohio State, Jim Jackson. And then for one, you're gonna try, you're gonna try to stick up for the Big Ten anyway, because you've always been Big Ten. You know what I mean? I'm Big Ten because of Michigan. I was ACC basketball. ACC was winning the national championships, just like the Big Ten is good in football, but the SEC is winning the national championships. <laughs> so that's the end result. Who's winning the whole thing? Is that's the better conference? I mean, they might win. They might. Hey, they might win the ACC Big Ten tournament or a challenge. But who's winning the tournament? Mm, Matter of fact, who's putting Michigan out of the tournament? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say the the team, the NCAA team that wins their conference is better. I would. I wouldn't agree with that. Because there's a lot of different variables, and I know we're going a little long. That's why I, I, I just kind of stopped the argument. There's a lot of variables to go in being uh, that NCAA champ. Because uh, Kansas, the Big 12 was not the best conference this year. Mm-mm. No, no. Kansas just no. got hot at the right time, and they had the better bench. Yeah, and yeah. their road to it, the play, you know, the teams at the time that they played the teams. Yeah, there's just a lot of X factors, a lot of X factors. Yeah, you send nine teams to the big tent, you send nine teams to the dance, and not and one of them make the final four. That's that's that's, <laughs> that, that's hard. A, that's that yeah, hurts. That's, that's yeah. two years in a row. That's, that's two that's, years in a row. I, I, now, that statement right there, we kind of in the coaching where we always, I never, I never put a the last three years I did my bracket, I've never put a Big Ten team in the Final Four. That's fact, man. I haven't either. I haven't either. It's it's hard to right. It's hard, man. They you go you look at who was that? I no who was that? Iowa won the Big Ten, right? Uh, Michigan won the Big Ten. Michigan won the Big Ten with 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 which team? No, the tournament. The tournament. Oh, the Big Ten tournament. Iowa wins the Big Ten tournament. And they lose the first round. Yeah. Come on, man. That's – I don't really know. That doesn't say much about their conference. <laughs> it's been hard to trust the Big Ten the last few years, man. It's been hard – yeah, it's been hard to trust the Big Ten the last few years. 
Yeah, and there you got it. Power forwards in the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, this has been uh, an absolute uh, gem of a show talking about power forwards and the Big Ten. Uh, you can't get no better than that. <laughs> when North Carolina and, the, and Duke switch over in two years to the Big Ten, uh, we won't have this conversation <laughs> anymore. So, but uh, hey, yeah, hey, thank hey, you. Damon, I, I got one quick question for you, man. Mm-hmm. When is Kiefer giving it up? He did. He retired last <laughs> year. This is the first year without him. Oh, okay. I was like, man, how long is this dude going to keep going, man? Yeah, this was a the yeah, last season was the last season, and it was probably maybe his third or fourth best team that he's ever had and they didn't win wow okay okay <laughs> this last yeah. year yeah they, that was a really good team that went and then the pandemic the pandemic team should have been a state team and yeah because the boys didn't even get through like the girls got theirs done and it was that first weekend of the boys state tournament and that's when those 15 people that's in when, uh, westfield that's got when, sick i was about to say that's when coach logan got sick right Yep, mm-hmm. that's when uh there was that first weekend, and then 15 people in the crowd got the COVID, and that's when they shut down uh Indiana basketball for the yeah, rest of the tournament. Yeah, that's when the country shut down. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. So we didn't even get to see that team play, and I think he had lost one game going into the tournament. They was nice that year. Oh man, I was but, I was wondering how much longer he was gonna keep going, man. Yeah, he they announced it last year. It was like uh, what well, was right before the tournament. And he said it was uh. It was going to be the final season. So they named the court after him a couple of years ago. Uh, most of us players went back. I think he had, I think there was a uh, little over 350 players that was surrounding the court when they named the court. They did video tributes from Odin and Conley and those guys who were still in the league at that time. So it was pretty cool. Okay. That's what's up, man. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah, we did so, get y'all in 95 in the sections, though. I was gone. <laughs> we was there. Yeah, yeah. All I know, all I know, in ninety, ninety two, and ninety three, I did not lose to North Central. We, in ninety two, oh, we won. No, we didn't lose. Yeah, we won county that year too. Shabaka, uh, Shabaka yeah, yeah, James Long. Yeah, we went them three times both years. County and the matchup and the first round. Of yeah, seven. that was my that was my senior year in ninety two. My bad. I remember Cap. Well, yeah, it was County. <laughs> he said, "My County. bad." <laughs> I think he was like he. They had some sort of celebration for him after y'all beat us, and they rolled out this cake. And I spit on that cake. So if you have some, <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't, eat, I didn't eat cake back then. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad you did. Hey, somebody ate that cake. <laughs> I was on a hey. diet. I was a doughy. I was a little doughy. I was, I was pissed. I was like, man, y'all got a cake, man. Ain't nobody eating this cake. <laughs> yeah, buddy. That was some good shit right there. No, but... um. Hey, man, uh, we thank you guys for coming on. Again, like we let you know, uh, you're always welcome to come on the show. Uh, I know, Mike, your time is getting ready to be real touch and go. So just let yeah. us know, you know, we'll be doing the season. We're on every Sunday. So we'll okay. be good to go. Good deal. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, just want to thank Absolutely. you guys for coming out. Mike, you're becoming one of the legends. We're definitely going to, you know, reach out as much as possible. Cool. Uh, appreciate uh everything you're doing right now and representing uh not only uh on the court but outside the court keep it up 
Larry, you as well, man, uh, doing your part to help the community. Uh, that's awesome to see, uh, especially coming out of North Central. Um, thank you guys. Appreciate your time. More than welcome. Uh, no as problem. Always, I mean, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yep. Y'all be no safe, worries. man. Hey, Hey, Mike, my big brother, my big brother, Mark, said, what up? Hey, what's up, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, fellas, thanks. All right, people, thanks for joining in. We'll see you guys next time. Uh, two weeks from this spot, we're doing centers. We're doing the man in the middle. We're doing the anchor, the guy, the, the sky hook. That's what I'm talking that. about. We're bringing the big man back. We're bringing back the relics, the lost art of the center. You know what I'm saying? So it's been a pleasure. Bill Russell. Uh, it's been a pleasure, BW Sports. You can check out all of our old broadcasts on the YouTube channel or on the website. You can check it out. You can see all the links and stuff in the bio. Uh, it's been a pleasure. We'll holler at you. All right, peace. peace.